As Hashem continues, Shari Tshuva, Shar Gimel, Ez Kuf, Tzadi, Vav, Shia number 341, discussing the seventh category, new category of flattery that we have to avoid, and this is a very timely one that connects to the nine days as well. Of course, it applies to every single day of the year, but this day as well. And Rabbi Yen is now going to talk about a similar case that we spoke about yesterday. Yesterday was a case where a person has the ability to give teichacha, and he doesn't. He has the ability to rebuke, and he doesn't. Today's case is a little different. It's where the person is... It's where the person is... So like this, Haroya es anshi He sees the people of his community, people that he's involved with. And they're stubborn people. Stubborn people. Am arif as was told in the Torah, we're a nation, a stubborn nation. And he says to himself, he says to himself, if I if I tell them something, they're they're not going to be, they're not going to listen. So he thinks in his mind, there's no benefit for me to rebuke them, because they're not going to listen. Maybe they won't listen to me. If I speak to them and rebuke them, who says they're going to listen? So what does a person do? He decides to remain silent. Now once again, this is all done with proper, if you would say something, it would be done in a proper way, without screaming and, and with patience and with a smile and explanation. But he doesn't do any of this. Because he says they're too stubborn, they're not going to listen. Says Rabbi Yoyna, such a person like this is going to be responsible for their avarice as well. Why not? Why is that? Because he didn't rebuke them. This is also an example where he should have said something and he didn't. Ulai imarucham heir. It could be that he might have awoken them to do tshuva. Ulai, it's possible. Chazal tell us. Now listen to this. This is a very timely discussion. Martin Shabbos, Nun and Aleph. When it was, when the the Averis were too many, and as time for Hashem to come to destroy Yerushalayim, and the people who were living in Yerushalayim, it's a passage in Yecheskel that discusses this scenario. And the Pasuk says in Yecheskel Perek Tes, Pasuk Dalit, that a mark, a sign, should be placed on the foreheads of the people who are going to be destroyed. Midas Adin the attribute of din, of judgment, comes to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and says that tzaddikim should also be punished. The righteous people should be punished. Hashem says, what for? They're the righteous people. To which, to which, the Midas Adin, the prosecuting angels, say, 
they didn't rebuke the people of the generation. They didn't rebuke them. So Hashem says back, well, the people would not have listened. So what do you want from the tzaddikim? To which the Malachim respond back, you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, know that. I know that. The tzaddikim didn't know that. To which, unfortunately, Hashem responds afterwards, you're right. Start with them first. This is a very timely discussion as we are a few days before Tishabov. They should have protested and they did not. Hashem says, It's revealed and known before me that if they would have given the Teichacha, the people would not have accepted it. So Midas Adim responds back, Yes, it might be revealed before you. However, they, the Tzaddikim, did not know. Whether the people will listen to their words of rebuke or whether they're not, they won't. Therefore, Hashem says that the punishment should start with the righteous because they did not give the rebuke. That's the first part of this piece over here. The second part of this piece, it concludes, it concludes the, the seventh category of Hanifa by saying that if we're discussing a group of people that are a stubborn people, not to the point that maybe there's a question, maybe they will listen, maybe they won't listen, but now we're discussing a whole different category. We're talking about a group of people, you know for sure there's absolutely no chance that they're going to listen. No chance. In that case, the same way there's a mitzvah to give teichacha, if someone will listen, there's a mitzvah not to give teichacha. And sometimes it's even more difficult. It's better not to say something if you know your words will not help at all. For many people, there's a natural tendency to see if you see something wrong, you want to say something to correct the situation. Here we're saying, if you say something, you'll be doing something wrong. Until now, we're saying you have to say something. Now we're saying if you do say something, you're doing something wrong. Why? Because you're talking to a lates. You're talking to a lates, a scoffer. And the Pasuk says, Don't give rebuke to the lates. So we have to know in each case, each and every single individual case has to be defined, has to be dealt with, with chachma. Do I say something? Do I not say something? How it should be said? You know, someone someone is visiting. Someone's visiting. He's not on the group yet. And I, I said hello to him. He sends me a text message. I said, hi, we met yesterday, a couple days ago. I want to know, um, Mincha, is it okay if I bring my two-year-old who might make some noise during davening? Is it okay? Would it, would it be a problem? So I said, I responded back. I said, yes, it was very nice meeting you. Thank you for your questions. Very sensitive. And I said, I said, listen, it's not my shul, but you know, I daven there like the next person does. And I said, I suggested, 
it's probably better not to bring your child if there's a possibility, as the person was suggesting, that might disturb people. So here, here, you have to give respect to that person. He's asking the question, what, like, he's a visitor, he's a guest, how do things work over here? I mean, maybe you want to say, well, what's he asking in the first place? Okay, that's a different story. What? Right, that's that's a mensch, right? You have to know how to speak to the person. If the person is bringing the child to to, to shul, two-year-olds don't belong in shul. Two-year-olds do not belong in shul. They they can't daven. The father can't daven. Okay, so the mother's getting some sleep now. You know what? If if the mother needs to sleep, and the only way for the father to enable his wife to sleep, stay home. Stay home. Dive not home, and don't bring your two-year-old to shul to disturb everyone else. If if it's a situation where where his wife has to sleep, I'm I'm being very honest about this. So we're discussing two different points over here. One point is when the person when the person is able to give toichacha, he has to make sure he gives it. But he has to also know if it's not the right place to give toichacha, he has to make sure he does not give it.